0: Morning, Good afternoon or good evening, everyone. Welcome to this exciting se- webinar. So I'm Peckle. I'm honored to be your moderator today. Let me take a moment to welcome our guest. Join us today are Charles Weiple, uh, Director, Commodity Business Development for Paxo. Charles
1: yeah so charles waypool uh, i work on the commodities growth team uh, responsible for driving the adoption of our digital gold product i'm really
2: excited to be here thank you
0: real denby ceo of scoin real?
2: thank you peko um i'm the ceo of the south african gold coin exchange and the scoin shop here in johannesburg south africa uh, we're a gold retailer selling coins numismatics and uh, anything to do with gold and uh, we are bringing the future of gold right now with all of you thank you
0: this is great and daniel Katz, managing director of easy solution group daniel
3: thanks thanks for the intro Peko. yes I'm, I'm daniel i'm the managing director of easy solutions group and i run the franchise for pundix in southern africa
0: great and Zach Shaw. CEO and co-founder of PundiX.
4: Um, hi, Paco. So I'm Zach. I'm the CEO and co-founder of PundiX. We do uh, expos, which is a physical point of sales and also payments infrastructure. So really happy to be here with you guys.
0: All right. So each of our panelists bring a wealth of experience and expertise in the field. So we are very happy to have them to share their insights with us. Thank you for being here today, and we're looking for to a dynamic and informative discussion. Let's dive into the first topic of today, trend of tokenization of physical assets. To talk about the trends, so I have a question for Charles. What current trends that do you observe in the tokenization of physical assets and how are these trends shaping the industry?
1: It's a really interesting question. Um, And I think when it comes to physical real-world assets, we have to take a step back and really ensure that there's business value so we avoid tokenizing for the sake of it. At Paxos, we have various um, attributes we focus on when approaching what assets make sense to tokenize. And that landed us with gold as the most suitable candidate. The main reason being that there's significant inventory globally that would benefit from being tokenized. And most markets understand the value of gold and holding or using gold as an alternative to local currency. PaxG has been available uh, on the market since September 2019 and really has been focusing on unblocking access to institutional grade gold by removing high entry costs and any necessity to have investment accounts or a banking relationship. We tokenize London good delivery bars and offer as little little as 0.01 ounce denominations, which is about $20 with current prices. And I think tokenized gold offers a huge opportunity, especially in markets where gold is a very attractive product, like in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East, where gold's a common retail product and offering gold can increase safety, Um, offering digital gold, I beg your pardon, can offer um, safety and security as you're storing your gold in a secure vault with your ownership of the gold being on your electronic device. Additionally, as an institutional product in the US and European markets, we're exploring use cases such as alternatives to an ETF or digital collateral that would help capital markets and banking industries with new business avenues and having much more accurate allocation of collateral through the fractionalization of the underlying asset, i.e. you're not dealing with 400 ounce bars, you simply have a one ounce token.
0: Could you also share your insights of how your company approached the tokenization and the benefits that you see in this process?
1: Paxos has always taken a regulation first approach when it comes to tokenization and the journey we're going on towards a tokenized financial markets infrastructure. We have a trust entity as part of our group structure, which handles all the assets we tokenize. So we ensure that they're not co with corporate funds and are released without issue when customers want to redeem their tokens for the underlying asset or exchange for fiat currency. Therefore, whenever we tokenize a new asset or enter into a new jurisdiction, we have to either obtain local regulatory approval as we've done in the United States and Singapore and soon the UAE market where we have initial approval from the ADGM. And once we have that approval, we can start custodying and issuing tokens locally. Most of our business is run through our New York Department of Financial Services or NYDFS regulated entity, but we're starting to explore more through partnerships in other jurisdictions. We also make sure that our tokenized assets are one-to-one backed. I know there's a lot of similar products to ours, to Pax G, that is, that say they're 100% backed, but that doesn't mean that the backing is consistent with what's been tokenized. For instance, if you buy a tokenized gold product from a company that says it's 100% backed, that could be with a cash equivalent and not the gold itself. We say one-to-one because our gold tokens are hashed to specific bars and are always allocated to the physical gold held in vault. What this has meant is that we've not necessarily been the fastest mover in the tokenization space, but as more and more regulations are coming into effect, We feel we're best placed to be a major infrastructure partner to enterprise customers globally
0: i think this is the way to go and also give a uh, intrinsic value of uh, cryptocurrency as well so in terms of technological advancement so for zach i would like to ask you are there any emerging technology that you believe that will play a crucial role in advancing the tokenization of physical assets. Zach.
4: Thanks, Peko. I think in 2023, uh, what we have seen is actually a wave of RWA movement going on. Real-life asset and real-life company actually wants to try to get on-chain. And what better way to do it than to tokenize that asset into RWA, real-world asset? And I think what I really like with what Charles has mentioned is that there are so many real-world assets. And gold actually represents possibly the most interesting asset uh, to tokenize. One is that it's being used by so many people over the millennia. Second, of course, past year has been a very good um, price movement for gold. Um, Gold has been breaking. Breaking historical highs, and even in even in the crypto world, right, whereby um, PaxGo as the digital version of Go has been really climbing up, um, uh, sort of like our crypto quite market cap or quite for ranking. So that means a lot of people are actually trying to get hold of the digital Go in the version which is the most popular right now, which is PaxGo. So I think. Um, the very simple answer is that there are many people trying to combine from the offline world to the online world, and from the real world to the digital world, and most importantly, the decentralized world. So, um, real world assets is really something that is growing, and we predict that it will grow even further. And gold will be kind of like the um, the staple, the the kind of like uh, the signature asset that will really uh, carry things through. So once uh, digital asset, RWA, enters the decentralized world, there are really all sorts of um, possibilities that we can unlock. Uh, take, for example, there are certain smart contract um, um, standard that people can actually use it to actually put in certain uh, rules or certain standards to digital assets, including a digital goal. So once you move real-world asset into the decentralized world, there's really a lot of things that, that can happen. And RWA is probably um 2023's biggest topic. And I think in 2024, DPIN, which is the decentralized physical infrastructure network, is really shaping up to be something that is very interesting. So you bring an asset into the digital world and build it as an infrastructure. So I think that is something that um, I think very uh, coincidentally um, Pundi-X, SCOINT, ASI, which is representing Pundi-X in Southern Africa, is actually doing, bringing digital gold into an infrastructure that we can deliver gold, redeem gold, and buy gold. So I think that's really interesting. 2024 is shaping up to be something that is combining the real world with uh, the decentralized world.
0: Thank you, Zach. I think we talk about uh, technology and then uh, what about market? There's no better one to talk about what's happened in the market, which is the market acceptance and maturity. So I think this is we'll, this question will goes to Scoin that you're in the market, you're facing the customer and how would you assess the current level of market acceptance and maturity for tokenized assets real
2: thanks picker um you know as uh, zach said gold has been around for six thousand years to a million years somewhere in between there um The idea that um, gold is this timeless asset that is dug up from the ground and hard to find and very limited is uh, the reason which uh, coins came about and were used as a means of barter or trade. And then over the years, people would collect these coins. The Krugerrand in 1967 was the first uh, coin that could be bought by the public. Uh, before it was only big bars and other types so the coin world is the world we live in there are millions of collectors investors speculators who understand the value of gold uh, and other precious uh, commodities but you know we are gold bugs at the coin shop and the gold coin exchange for 50 years but there's this innovation uh present in many different forms throughout the years the size of the coins the shapes the designs the way we can store it the way we can ensure it and this is just the next phase of evolution and uh, the understanding that you maybe don't want to come into the store or you maybe want to store it in your pocket Uh, you might want to store it somewhere else and this democratization of gold is really the foundation of why we are so excited to do it, why our customers do want to be part of this. And uh, finding PAX Gold and Paxos is, uh, you know, we, we are thought leaders and we are uh, change leaders, but we had to do something with the experts and the professionals who are doing this properly who are backing it one-to-one and uh, auditing it. And these are things that we are very proud to be associated with. And the market does accept this. We have to do some work. It's not overnight that a regular coin buyer would be interested in tokenized assets, but they understand the value of gold in its entirety. So we are very uh, comfortable and excited to push this through. And uh, our clients will engage with it. They'll learn about it, and I think this is going to be rock star.
0: Thank you, Real. I think this is really good news that uh, the market is accepting it. And um, the next question will goes to uh, Daniel, which is pushing the crypto adoption uh, in South Africa. So, what do you think? What what factors contribute to accelerating the mainstream adoption of tokenized? physical
3: assets yeah, thanks for the, for the question Beko. so i mean yeah it's quite an in-depth answer um it's a new field so this is something that we're all learning as we go along but you know the adoption of tokenized physical assets is very much a transformative trend um, it's reshaping investment as well as ownership models across various sectors and uh, the movement towards tokenizing physical assets have the potential to make investing more accessible efficient and secure but also does have you know a unique set of drivers and challenges um so i I think you know one of the 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 main drivers is technological advancements so um the evolution of blockchain technology has been a a massive game changer for the tokenization of assets It provides a secure and transparent way to represent physical assets such as uh, buildings or artwork as digital tokens as an example um, it also ensures that token ownership is securely and efficiently recorded uh, which make transactions verifiable and transferable. So yeah you know, technological advancement is, is super important uh, to push adoption. Um, another driving force is increased awareness. So as we've seen as we've all seen over the last few years that there's been a much larger acceptance and understanding of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. And this has really uh, contributed to the increasing interest in digital tokens as a viable, investment option you know that's that's you know as charles said that's it's just uh, pax came out in 2019 so you know the world is changing um so as this trend grows there will definitely be a great adoption rate in the space um the last the last driver really is efficiency and liquidity so rail spoke about this a bit um earlier but you know with tokenization you you increasing the liquidity of traditional traditionally illiquid assets so uh, this facilitates quicker and uh, more streamlined transactions. So you, know, you can compare that to to moving uh, physical gold or, or or selling physical gold in comparison to Pax Gold. Uh, it, it it might be a lot more efficient to transfer Pax Gold over the blockchain versus a Kruger rand you know, on a, a cargo ship. So that's that's a great uh, benefit that is pushing adoption and um, essentially this removes the complexities involved in in buying, selling, and transferring of assets. So, PaxG is the prime example. Uh, another thing is you can have fractional ownership of gold. Um, it's far easier to transfer it, as discussed, and just to send the asset over uh, to other parties of the blockchain network. So, efficiency and liquidity is a, a huge driver. Um, some of the challenges, and, you know, being being one of the, 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 the new people in the space, and new companies in the space, is, is regulatory clarity. So, that's something that we've... You know found to be challenging in our region and i know other crypto companies around the world have as well you know just getting that, that absolute clarity so you know the framework surrounding digital tokens is, is still developing uh with many areas lacking uh, definitive guidelines and without set guidelines this can affect investment investment and innovation within in the the tokenization space um Another challenge to overcome, the last one I'll mention, is uh, integrating blockchain technology with existing financial systems. You know, ex- the, the existing financial system has already got the distribution; it's got, it's it's all around the world. And you know, as coming in as an emerging technology, we really do have to integrate with it to get the adoption that we want. Um, so, so an, an example of this is really like converting cryptocurrencies back to fiat currencies efficiently, and at scale. And that's something that we have to do here. In South Africa, as as the the provider, as the crypto asset service provider, uh, using Quindiex's technology, is that you know we 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 enable businesses to accept cryptocurrency or packed gold uh, at stores for 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 their products and services. But at the end of the day, the demand is to to settle them in local currency and fiat currency because you've got to pay your taxes, you've got to pay your staff. So it has to be. Uh, realistic uh, and have to uh, integrate with with existing technology
0: Thank you Daniel I think your your answer very very comprehensive and really insightful And in terms of the innovations in tokenization well Charles can you share any recent innovation or breakthroughs in the field of uh, tokenization particularly those that enhance the bridge? between the physical and the virtual world.
1: Charles I think, I think firstly it's it's worth pointing out that I think what we're doing here is extremely innovative to facilitate the interoperability between the physical and digital markets is a major major breakthrough in in enabling those markets to get access to firstly the tokenized assets and then secondly transfer those tokenized assets to the real world the underlying real world asset in this case Gold bullion in a trustworthy way there are a lot i mentioned before there are a lot of companies out there that market themselves as having tokenized gold or other tokenized assets but you can't redeem those tokens for the underlying asset as easily or in some cases at all Um, aside from from our example i'm seeing a lot of interest and momentum in the remittance space using Pax g or another tokenized asset such as a stable coin as an alternative to moving fiat currencies is a huge progression in the high fee and latent processes when using traditional rails. Using gold as the underlying asset for an international remittance token it could be extremely powerful, as most economies firstly understand the value of gold and therefore its most suitable asset for the use case. And also with low and mid- middle income country remittances exceeding $660 billion last year, it's a huge market that really deserves an innovative and optimized product.
0: Thank you, Charles. I think go back assets is really attractive uh, in, um, for people around the world and get the most recognition. And real. so for SCOIN, how do this innovation contribute to address the existing challenges or open up a new opportunities? For you
2: you know I, I do think gold is sexier than people think it is. Um, it's been around for a long time but it's like multifaceted it can evolve. Uh, we are embracing the financial technology behind it. but uh, I think Zach mentioned it why wouldn't you want to uh, have the best and most trusted asset of all time backing all of this? And uh, being involved in it from a physical point of view, we see that it's uh, people want to touch it and feel it and take it home with them or hide it under their beds. Other people want to put it in a store, uh, at a bank or in a storeroom. Um, Ultimately, we have to continue to adapt and grow with the world. Um, The interoperability, the things that Daniel was talking about, these things just connect us into an already stable and secure world that we live in but again we were very uh careful in choosing who could do this with us because the the rest of the crypto world has had some issues um you know confirming or auditing and seeing that every uh one-to-one ratio was actually true and uh you know ultimately we believe this is the right thing for us to do um we we want to turn pixels into uh, gold or or binary back into physical gold what we do is we allow people to accept the gold uh, pay us however they like in store and they can walk out with uh, pax gold on a card on a digital wallet and if they have it they can come inside and buy whatever they want in the shop um uh, not only bullion but other collectible coins and it's all being powered by pundi x and the easy solutions team so this team and everything that's gone behind is is complicated to the layman and for me but um, you guys all understand this stuff in the crypto world uh, and we're trying to make it simple and easy for our customers to uh, embrace this technology
0: Thank you, Real. I think it's very, very important that you offer a very easy way for the layman or mainstream to use uh, exchange gold or use crypto assets, uh, digital assets. Uh, it's so important. And regarding the, um, the the global deeping trend that Zach previous has mentioned, that uh, 20, 2023 is real war. Assets. And then 2024 20, is about DPIN. So, how are the decentralized physical infrastructure network development influencing the tokenization of physical assets? Zach?
4: Sure. So, um, I think behind DPIN is really the effort for two worlds to converge, right? The decentralized digital world and the real world and it happened with RWA in 2023 which is you know looking at a certain asset and putting it on the decentralized world and 2024 has moved on to what we call an infrastructure so we don't not only want to bring assets but we want to bring services and infrastructure and for dpin to succeed uh, there are a few Important elements. One is that you need to be servicing something that is of real value, right? So I think Charles mentioned it very correctly. You can't put anything on the decentralized world, but what is of real value? Um, so that's very important. The second thing is that a partner that can really connect um the decentralized world and the real world, right? A lot of exciting things are happening in the decentralized world. Um, but whether if it connects to the real world is another matter. Um, there could be a million or five million people in the decentralized world being very active. But if you compare uh that to the real world, it is just you know uh peanuts. So if you want to connect the next billion, I think DPIN will play a very crucial role. And uh PonyX is very interesting in, in this juncture. Uh we started rolling out physical adoption since 2017. And six years later, in 2024, we actually see this DPN idea taking root. But it is actually a very, um, it is not a new idea in itself. It is to bring decentralized services, RWAs, uh, into the real world. So um, we have. We have sold thousands of expos, which is our point of sales terminal globally. And at any time of the day, we have hundreds of expos operating. And what better way to actually connect with people, connect with users through a physical location whereby people can actually buy RWA or even connect to the decentralized world. So using expos, you can buy RWA. And you can also get um, NFTs. You can use NFT to redeem digital assets. There are abundance of possibility that we can do. And it kind of like connects to um, a concept that actually took root in the internet world, which is from online to offline. So how do you connect online to offline? So I think DP actually presents um, the offline Version of the decentralized world,
0: uh, Zach. So, what are the possible new real-world use cases, in your opinion?
4: Yeah. So, um, I think we can imagine, right? So, if there's a so like a very wealthy person, he would want to go to a gold um, bank to buy his gold bar. And when he wants to redeem his gold bar, he goes to the gold bank. And I think what we present is a very interesting use case whereby a regular person with 0.1 ounce of digital gold, packs gold, he or she can actually potentially go to a coin shop, a physical shop in a shopping mall, and say, hey. I wanna change my 0.1 digital gold to either a gold bar or a local fiat currency. I think that is that is crazy. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Wow, is is that
4: is that how how things work um on your end? Because you are the one it's, facing, you know, the real user.
2: Yes, it's exactly day. that and it's that crazy and it's that cool and it's uh, possible because of your technology and the uh, backing of pax gold as well uh, so it, it really uh, connects us all together and um, it, people can buy coins collectibles uh, they could actually buy another type of uh, valuable commodity but we'll s- stick to gold today and uh, this really is the future and with a couple of taps on the card or on your uh, Pundi machine, it works.
0: Thank you, Ril. So from an investor perspective, what trends are shaping the investment decision in tokenization space? And how do they evaluate the potential of tokenized assets? I want to hear from your view, Ril, What about
2: that? You know, I'm a gold bug, and uh, the long-term investment angle on gold has obviously been around for forever. Um, Ultimately, gold is a store of value. It's a hedge against inflation. It's a hedge against uh, economic uncertainty, uncertainty. Uh, some world turmoil when uh, markets crash gold usually stays or goes up it's like the insurance policy um, and you know the the fact that it is tokenized and split up is sort of It doesn't matter to us people still understand the value of gold but someone who is um, interested in keeping their gold stored with them at home maybe in a trusted network like the blockchain like this erc20 token this makes perfect sense for them if you are not a crypto person but you understand gold that's fine we can uh, educate you and and you can learn about this and see the value if you are a crypto person but you maybe have never been exposed to this you might have seen your meme coins or funny coins going all wild and all over the show you might even see your more uh, stable cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or ethereum uh, having a wobble here and there and having gold in any form In any shape and now in the form of Pax Gold is the perfect insurance against all the rest of it. So uh, we we will we want you to own gold in any way, shape, or form that we can, and uh, ultimately that's what this does. Uh, It's the modern uh, technology with a really cool, really old and trusted real world asset.
0: And I think uh, you make a very valid point that goal has been a, I, I mean, among all the investment uh, choice that would be most stable and also most, uh, you know, to like other could be risky, but go always see a safe haven for um, every investor. Yeah. So uh, are there any specific investor concerns or preference are influencing the direction of this industry what's your perspective on that
2: well we see uh, people's uh, tastes change over time um ultimately gold is something that you know exists and uh, you can touch and feel it uh you know there are other ways to own uh, um gold etfs or shares uh but the idea that this is fully redeemable and liquid means that there's the possibility, the end use to actually come and take it home with you. Uh, Usually that is the main objective of someone with gold is like, what do I have of value that I can actually hold in my hand? Um, People have millions in the equities and stocks and bonds market people could have a home but you can't put a home in your pocket Uh, maybe you uh, have some cash but cash is cash Um, what happens if all the banks go under or all the numbers on the computers go to zero gold has been this um really, I don't know, you can call it Armageddon or doomsday type of product that people might actually want to touch and feel. And the concerns of a a risk-averse type of individual is, can I actually touch this and feel it and take it home with me? And that obviously is changing now with digital gold but the reality of such an instant uh, transformation back into coins or uh, international redemption is really what makes this beautiful Uh, so uh, bitcoin has this technological sense of uh, scarcity And I understand it, I sort of do, not really, but there are people who say, I don't want to get involved in this. I want something stable and real and touch and feel it. And you might have people who buy Pax Gold and after one month decide that they would rather benefit from taking it home with them and vice versa. Somebody could walk into the shop with 100 Rands and swap it for Pax Gold and there it is, it's there. Uh, so we are answering the question, and we are keeping the ultimate need of a gold owner still in play when we uh, have this product.
0: Thank you, Real. I think you make a very valid point that uh, people want touch and feel the physical thing, and then this is exactly what you offer. And then you make the gold become more um, more di- diverse, way. Um, Offer a diverse weight for people to hold, so this is really great. And um, regarding for scalability challenges and solutions, um, so for Charles, this question is for Charles. As the tokenization space grows, and what scalability challenges do you anticipate, and what solution are you being? are being explored to address them? Charles.
1: Yeah, so I think if you consider any disruptive technology like cloud technology or organizations that have disrupted an industry like Netflix or Uber, there are always challenges, especially when you see rapid and explosive growth. And I think the same challenges are apparent with tokenization and and blockchain. But I think, you know, looking back on what's been mentioned a few times here, we're dealing in this case with an industry that's been around for thousands and thousands of years. And that's the big difference, um, is that industries that we've been targeted, that we are targeting with these solutions are fortunate enough to have that pedigree, that history, but also oversight by regulators, government bodies, um, or you know, group bodies that can put in place right governance um, and right structure to ensure that previous failures are not repeated i said before that paxos always take a regulation first approach when we're launching into new jurisdictions with new products and we feel that this will mitigate some of the challenges others could face as the space grows and more controls are put in place
4: i think the attempt to bring uh
1: goal onto the decentralized
4: world a digital goal um i think paxos is the first company who managed to do it at scale prior to that we have seen many companies trying to do that Uh, they come and went so i think um, it's very interesting that we finally can see a, a digital goal at scale that that is really taking root yeah
0: there are also discussion regarding um like crypto assets um people were very concerned about uh the security efficiency and how can the industry can ensure the scalability without compromising the security and efficiency? Charles?
1: Yeah, um, so I think as any industry gets a better understanding of what blockchain and what digital assets are and how they actually improve certain workflows, there's naturally going to be increased adoption of the technology and like all all these things there's scope for additional providers to step in and demonstrate best of breed functionality on certain components typically the non-differentiating components and we're certainly seeing that this is driving drastic improvements in native security that's available and the ability to scale solutions that they're enterprise ready we recently announced that we've launched our stablecoin solution Uh, usdp which is our our us dollar backed stablecoin onto solana so it's not just available on ethereum now it's also available on on the solana um, solana protocol Um, this is an example of how we're evolving our solutions to ensure that we're scalable and can meet the demands of our customers without compromising on core values and regulatory requirements Um, so i think as more people adopt as more companies more enterprise companies Adopt these technologies, and there gets this raised standard, this raised baseline of technical capability. uh, We're going to be able to scale without any compromise, as 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 has been demonstrated. I mentioned in my previous answer those other companies. If you consider where you you know, you consider where cloud and or even AI as the latest buzzword, but where cloud came from, you know, twelve years ago, it was really a, a a prototype product that people were putting into banks for for compute and grid scalability now you have applications that are fully hosted in the cloud it's this it's going to be the same story with with blockchain i think as y- people are starting to to prototype it but as people get as organizations and enterprises get more used to technology it's going to start become more readily adopted and become an actual core component of an enterprise technology stack
0: in terms of the uh, consumer expectations, um, I would like to ask real for, um, how are the consumer expectation involved in this contest of uh, tokenization, physical assets? And how can the industry meet this expectation? Because I know you are a pioneer and how, how, how would this involve at, per your uh, perspective?
2: Well, I don't think I'm a pioneer. I think Daniel brought this to me and I said, cool, I really want to do it. Um, And uh, the idea that uh, we have been accepting cryptocurrency in our stores using the Pundi X device for the last few months is a testament to the fact that there are people out there who have uh, cryptocurrency and might not be able to find many reasons or ways to spend that crypto and uh, we want to uh, really enhance that and there is an adoption Um, south africa as a whole is not in the top uh, the top one percent of uh, adoption to crypto but it is up there and there is a lot of cryptocurrency in south africa right now and uh, we would like to be a part of that and allow people the chance to see that value in gold but still understand that uh, they might value cryptocurrency and we understand that but you know you might want to shake things up and diversify and maybe uh, secure some of that wealth or if you have profits that you already have you might feel like this is the right time to put it into something stable like gold uh, so the adoptability, the, the the fact that people have engaged with this is great. Um, and then on the reverse, this understanding of buying gold, that it isn't physical, is a new thing and it's a challenge, but there's going to be lots of education around it. That trust and that layer of um, authenticity and uh, reliability that Paxos gives us is really why we're doing this and why we know that this is the right product for our clients. So overall, we understand what our clients want and we want to give them the best version of this, which is right now in front of our very eyes. So we are just super excited about this.
3: I just want to just add in that uh, Rail has definitely been a huge visionary in this project. And without SCOIN, would never be able to happen. And SCOIN is playing a huge part in mass adoption of, of blockchain and cryptocurrency in this country. So uh yeah, just to let you know that, and we are super excited about this and, and the possibilities that will lie in the future.
0: Daniel, since you're here, I want to um, ask you about, are there any specific features or service that the consumer are increasingly demanding?
3: Yeah, so I think, you know, that's in a way a broad question because you know i think consumers um are are expecting and demanding certain things uh from us as pioneers in the industry from the projects and also from the products so you know as 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 charles mentioned earlier there have been previous bad actors you know before and have have tainted us in some way um so one thing that's really expected these days and is demanded by consumers getting involved in in this industry or, or or purchasing products in this industry is transparency so there really is a, a an expectation for in-depth information about tokenized assets um investors want to know and understand the valuation uh, the legal standing and historical performance of the assets they invest in um so they that's that's something really on 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 the industry as it's itself as well you know transparency has become a a massive component um of, of of what we do and and how we scale our, our businesses um, the next thing is security uh so investors and customers expect you know high quality encryption um secure transaction processes and also proactive fraud prevention measures you know there's there has been there has been part of fraud as as was mentioned earlier as well so security is definitely an expectation these days um on the product and and uh project side um I think consumers are are expecting and demanding diversification, uh, which is something which is 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 enables them to do with blockchain technology. So the modern investor is really looking to spread their risk across various asset classes. Um, so tokenization allows you; um, it will allows this by giving access to assets outside of traditional stock and bond markets. Um, on the, on the product side, uh, something else to consider is liquidity, which we've discussed numerous times in this conversation. But consumers are, are really expecting and demanding that from our industry, and it's one of the benefits. You know, the ability to quickly and easily convert investments into cash is in high demand. Um, projects like PAX Gold, uh, which allow for the tokenization of gold, uh, provide investors with the liquidity that traditional gold ownership might not offer. So this is another benefit. Um, utility uh, utility is a big keyword these days with blockchain so aside for ownership uh, token holders want to derive practical utility from their tokens um this is includes the ability to use tokens as collateral for loans which i'm seeing a bit of these days with innovative companies um you know leveraging them to gain access to exclusive services related to the underlying assets as well as uh voting rights and asset related decisions um you know in terms of governance so this is this is something else which is demanded from from projects, and the last feature which is mostly related to what we do is is payments. So there's a significant push for tokens to be used as a medium of exchange. Um, consumers want to be able to make purchases and and pay for services using their tokens, and you know that's pretty much what we we try to do and facilitate here. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the answer.
0: Thank you, thank you, Daniel. I think you're very right on, on, on the point that um, in in the past, um, people were um, actually afraid of uh, crypto and then there might be a utility issues or regulatory issues or fraud issues. And then nowadays, uh, people were starting to accept it because of regulation in place and then more utilities is being added on. I think uh, from now we are looking into future and um, for future predictions. Uh, Charles, so looking ahead, what prediction do you have for the next three to five years in terms of the uh, tokenization of physical assets? Would like to hear your view, view on that.
1: Yeah, so um, this is my personal opinion, but um, I think Firstly, think three to five years is a really long time. So um, I think we're going to see some pretty huge moves in the tokenization space, and in particular, the tokenization of real-world assets. The the first thing I think we're going to see more of, and bear with me, I've mentioned it quite a lot in my other answers, but it's regulation. So we're going to see some great moves by regulatory bodies to catch up with the rapid adoption of digital assets. We're seeing in Europe with Mika, um, and with the with more collaboration between token issuers and regulatory boards, hopefully we're going to get to a place where people can invest in digital assets in confidence. You know, Daniel mentioned before, um, there's some catching up to do in, in certain in certain jurisdictions, but I think collaboration is going to be a key word there. We need to need to drive towards a successful product. In the gold space in particular. I'd hope we'd be in a position where digital gold is a legitimate investment product for both retail and institutional investors. There are so many use cases for the product, on top of using it as an alternative to local currency that are yet to be unlocked and applications to different markets that make it such a versatile product. From an investment standpoint, You unblock access to high-grade gold to an everyday investor, to a layman, to to your everyday person on the street. Banks are even starting to offer similar products to Pax G but all of them are on closed networks. HSBC offer digital gold to their customers and JP Morgan's Onyx platform is a private network and they drive solutions with their customers using a consortium model. Don't get me wrong, both are great starts and I'm not saying anything negative about them in fact I'd welcome a discussion with both companies on how we might be able to partner on their tokenization journeys um but uh but yeah we are looking at a a public chain offering um and we're looking to to unlock and unblock access to institutional grade gold via tokenization and generally Paxos is on a mission to enable the movement of any asset Um, to anyone at any time across the globe. And in the commodities team, we're taking that mission to heart and facilitating people in stressed economic environments to leverage a readily available product for everyday use. This partnership supports that dream. And with the announcement of the SCOIN card, people can quite literally use gold to buy their morning coffee. And that's something that we mentioned at the SBMA, the Singapore Bullion Market Association in Singapore, last year and i i honestly can't stress enough how groundbreaking it is that we're we're bringing this solution to the south african market and final point to this question so i was in dubai last year um at the precious metal metals event hosted by the dmcc and a well-known economist and author jim rickards was talking about bricks um which is a um a, a network of of countries Um, and the evolution of the BRICS network when it comes to economic policy and functions, they're launching a currency that's gonna be used within their network that's backed by gold. And with all the countries that they have looking to join this network, that could mean that in the next three to five years, 44% of global trade is performed using a currency that's backed by gold. And that would be absolutely huge for the tokenization space and in particular, the tokenized gold space
0: this is very exciting charles thank you so um for uh zach um how do you envision the landscape involving and what trans- transformative challenge or changes might occur
4: i think from 20x perspective uh one obviously um is the old saying which is um we want to um, service our partners. We want to make our partners happy. Because when our partners is happy, they can sell more digital assets to the real-life people. So I think that is what we want to do uh, from a X perspective. The second thing is that we envision that the real world will really connect with the decentralized world, so the real world coming into the centralized world perhaps buying bitcoin perhaps buying digital gold and the decentralized world really moving into the real world right so seeing bitcoin being spent to buy coffee or you know using digital gold to buy the meal so i think this two world will really converge and from a pundi x perspective we want to go beyond you know, selling thousands of exports. We really want to be the enabler. We've been doing this for six years, and we want to do it for the next six plus six years, so really to become the convergence enabler for the two worlds. And one thing that we have also been positioning in 2024 is to create a reward loyalty token for people to be able to spend, to be able to use, and to be able to take this token and spend it in Starbucks, Scoin or wherever. So we have this token which is called Purse, and we envisage that we will use all of the Plentyx store around the world that we have to really push loyalty reward combining the decentralized world to tell people, right? You know, you have like thousands and thousands of coins. What if those coins can be used in the real world and also to bring assets in the real world into the decentralized world? So I think I think that's really very meaningful and you know it's Jen it's February right it's February 2024 and um Rao mentioned quite a few times about the Kruger and um he have he has to forgive me because as he was saying I was like googling about Kruger I know that Kruger originated from South Africa. This I knew it already but I what I didn't know was that in the 1970s during um the gold bull market ran um uh the Gold bull market run, Kruger Rand was actually um, the most adopted uh, gold um, coin globally, and it actually uh, spurred a, a a trend for um, different countries to actually issue their gold coin uh, for the masses. Um, that I got from Wikipedia, so I'm sure it is uh, correct. So. Just imagine, right? Um, South Africa started the Kruger Rand, um, um, really getting normal people, the public, to own a gold coin. And what better for us to allow digital gold coin to again be able to be adopted uh, by the front runners, you know, the frontier people? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's prof- a, a prophecy, prophetic. Yeah.
0: Well, do you have something to say about that?
2: i agree this is it this is the future now uh, it's adoption it's understanding and education it's crypto people understanding that there's still a world out there that exists and there's still value out there and it's uh, tangible people understanding what's going on with uh, the crypto and blockchain world it's about bridging the gap between physical and digital gold like there behind me.
0: Thank you all for your insights, and it's very clear that the intersection of physical and virtual assets present a really great opportunities and also challenges. So your perspective has certainly shed lights on the path forward. So thank you for watching this uh, set webinar. We hope that you found this discussion informative and in- inspiring. As we conclude, I encourage you to stay connected with Paxos, Coin, Pundia South Africa social media accounts. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.